Hey folks, welcome, welcome to a little check-in from yours truly, Sean Michael Cope, and this time, my co-host... Uh, Chris Rupp is here for a mini check-in alongside with Sean. This is awesome, man. It's our first check-in. Well, it's our first check-in in quite some time in a while. July was kind of hairy. It's been a busy month, I think, for both of us. Would you say so? Oh, I completely agree. Like, I started a new job uh, in June, and it just thoroughly whooped my ass in June with all the training and then it continued to do so in July and I'm still uh, learning the ropes of it now and uh, just kind of dealing with my own you know mental health headspace uh, struggles with that yeah so I get it I get that Jesus (laughs) that's that's never fun the new job life and trying to get you in because you you work a pretty intense job with a lot of legal stuff so I get why you're, it's been tough, and I know. So I, I give you my compassion, Chris. <laughs> uh, good. I, I'm, well, I'm glad to hear that. But, uh, yeah, we're doing a little uh, a double-sided mini check-in today. And uh, I guess uh, I think the big thing we wanted to talk about was uh, NBA free agency. Yeah. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. I know um, f- for me, you actually was the one that kind of – told me um because well for the nba right the bulls are making moves well there's been moves all over like the big signing russell westbrook went from the wizards to the freaking lakers he's now on the l super team yeah the rich uh, keep getting richer and then uh today they uh they just signed carmelo anthony so i mean uh, los angeles has got like their big four all set ready to go and play but is it a big four with Carmelo? Because I feel like he's pretty old now. But I do think he's had a nice career resurgent with Portland. So, yeah, I guess that's a big four then maybe, right? Like Boston. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. well, then now uh, well, they, with between Anthony Davis, LeBron, and now Westbrook, they don't have a ton of salary cap space, so they just signed a bunch of guys to veteran minimum deals. Like I know they got Wayne Ellington to a, on a veteran minimum. They got Dwight Howard back his third go around with the team because apparently no matter how much he <laughs> says he doesn't like playing in the Lakers, he's like, I want to go back to the Lakers and win a championship. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? He was there one year, left, comes back, wins a championship, hops on the 76ers who – I I personally thought the 76ers were going to go all all the way to these past playoffs, but now he's going back. He just wants another ring, man. Yeah, I don't blame him. He's like what 32. He you know labored in Orlando for many years, and I think he just wants a chance to cement his legacy and actually prove that he's uh, more than just a, a one year wonder kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, because he did have a hell of a career with Orlando, and then it kind of fettered out once he left. Also, uh, big trades that are going on is the Chicago Bulls. I co- so this is kind of what prompted me to, hey, dude, let's do a little mini about this. They got uh, DeMar DeRozan, right, as well as Lonzo Ball and uh, Caruso, right? Yeah, yeah, they signed Alex Caruso away from the Lakers. I mean, to me, uh, DeMar DeRozan going to the Bulls just seems like an absolutely come-out-of-nowhere move for the team to be making right now. I, dude, I'm going to totally agree with you. It's kind of like when they sign uh, Paul Gasol because the Bulls are always known for never signing the big-name guys. Like, they always strike out on free agency. And not to say DeMar DeRozan's a big, big name, but he's a pretty damn good player. 
Yeah, and I think this team was in a, in a decent position where they didn't need to go forward heavy. So they, I mean, all the guys they've signed so far have been guards. I mean, there's still there's still a lot of time left in free agency if they want to make a move for like a backup center because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the, the Demar Derozan move required them to ship Thaddeus Young to San Antonio, which I was a little disappointed with because I really liked Thaddeus Young. I thought he did thought he was great for that team, but now oh, you've so got good. a veteran. You've got a veteran guard you can play alongside Kobe White if you've got to, uh, or you can just have DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo Ball guarded up, and then uh, Alex Caruso gives you good uh, veteran minutes off the bench. And, yeah, now the, I think now the focus should be to try to sign Zach Levine to that long-term deal he's been wanting for so long. I know because they got Zach. He's I think he only has like a year left. And then I know Lori Markinen. He's trying to get out <laughs> because and for him, it's kind of tough for me because I personally wouldn't mind signing both of those guys, but I know they're going to – Zach Levine deserves a big payday. He's a damn good guard. Whereas Laurie Marketing, it's like he did well his rookie year. Sophomore year was even better, but then the last two years, he's just kind of – it seems like he's just gotten worse and worse and doesn't really want to play in Chicago anymore. And it's like, I don't know. It's – they got like that 20 million cap space still before the luxury tax, but it's like, I don't think he's going to bite on that. It's like, do you really want to go in the luxury tax on Laurie Markin who may not even ever be that 20 point 10 rebound guy we thought he was going to be? No, if I'm going to go into the luxury tax for anybody, it's going to be for Zach Levine. And that's an easy decision for me to make. I'm going to, I, I definitely agree with you there. It's just, uh, who knows? I, I, because it's tough, man. It's a real tough uh, move right now. Hopefully they can get that backup, right, uh, a down-low guy. Because if they sign Zach to that long-term deal, then they're pretty much – this is it. This is going to be the roster for the next three to four years. And I think they're also banking on uh, uh, their their draft pick from last year, Patrick Williams, to make a big step forward. Yeah. And and I think uh, the, the core of the team – because it sounds like the starting five is going to be Levine – Nikola Vucevic, Patrick Williams, Lonzo Ball, and DeMar DeRozan. So I think they're they're set, and it, and I think it'll be interesting to see how well these guys play together with during a full season because they didn't requ- acquire Vucevic until the deadline uh, this past season, and Patrick Williams definitely showed some flashes of being a great long term player, but he's got to be more consistent, be that guy that they expected Laurie Markkinen to be. Yeah, and I mean. He's not bad, though. Patrick Williams, for a young kid, and he's, like, kind of undersized, I think he's going to – you know, he showed flashes throughout the year. So I think he, this is going to be a next big year for him to step up and hopefully being surrounded by, you know, like Ball, DeRozan. He can grow even more as a player because the great thing about Lonzo Ball and I think also Mark DeRozan is they basically – they're like utility guys in baseball. They do everything. They can pass. They can rebound. They can score. I mean, they're really all-around good players. Yeah, and hopefully this is the year that they finally put it together because under Billy Donovan last season, I think they were – they had a lot of stretches where they looked like they were great and then they just – tank they would you know win three or four in a row and then lose their next six and and you can't do that especially with how stacked the eastern conferences seems to be every year 
I know. I think, well, like we met offline last week, and I think the biggest problem that the Bulls have had as an organization in the past decade is the lack of trainers. Like, their just training staff sucks. It just seems like none of these players can ever stay healthy. Or it's like whenever you get one player that's really healthy, then someone else goes down. You know, like they never could have a core lineup stick together. It was like under Tom Thibodeau after he left, then it was just like five years of changing the coaches every two years, plus being coupled when there was a good core, people getting injured. So I really hope that this team can really stay healthy because that's really, I think, the only thing that's going to be against them right now is their health. Man, I hope so, too. But if they do manage to stay healthy, I mean, this is going to be a fun team to watch next season. Definitely. Oh, without a doubt. And uh, real quick, did you see all the trades the Cubs made? Oh, my God. They broke up their core, man. They trade. They sh- it's just like a lot of trades in Chicago. Oh, I wanted to cry after reading all that because I'm actually going to a game this coming weekend. And I was, man, it's like now all my three favorite guys are going to be gone and a bunch of no names are going to be out there. Be like, I don't know who to cheer for. I mean, unless Kyle Hendricks is pitching, I'm just going to be like, who is even hitting right now? <laughs> I know it's literally they got rid of everyone. Rizzo, Brian, Baez, Kimbrell. It's just crazy. I mean, it's it's an end of an era, end of a dynasty for sure or hopefully the the what was supposed to be a dynasty hey we still got one world series ring out of it and you know i'm okay with that if if you'd have told me 10 years ago that like hey you're gonna have to go through like three or four years of losing really really badly but in the end you're gonna win a championship and you're gonna have sustained success for a few years like i would have that that was an easy decision for me i would have taken that in a second (laughs) i yes Yes, I agree. It was that was such a great year, great season with them, and it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It's a good memory. Hopefully, it doesn't take another hundred years for them to freaking win, though. I don't know. I'm gonna have to find a way to try and stay alive for that 108 years, though. <laughs> right? Oh my God. Well, rock on, man. Me too. I'll, uh, if we can find some type of fountain of youth, we'll uh, we'll jump into that stuff. Um, <laughs> well, outside of that, anything else big before we sign off? Any good movies or anything? I know uh, I saw Suicide Squad is coming out pretty soon. Yeah, I've actually decided to uh, get off of my Quiet Place 2 rant and went back to the movie theaters. I saw Snake Eyes last weekend. That was okay, although I feel like uh, whoever wrote that movie should be fired. And then uh, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to go check out Disney's Jungle Cruise tomorrow. That's date night with my lady. Hey. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. I'm uh, wondering, and it's going to get my head working over what other Disney rides can be turned into a movie. I would, I don't know. I would personally, I would like to see maybe a test track movie, you know, just, uh, you know, the robots in the, in the car factory just go insane and start making cars and all they do is crash into each other and try to kill people. <laughs> that would be actually, that would be interesting. Yes. Well, thank you so much for uh, jumping on this little check-in for us. I promise, folks, we will get another episode out soon. Uh, Black Widow is coming out very, very shortly, and then we will resume our Rise of the Planet of the Apes uh, trilogy, Planet of the Apes trilogy. So uh, just wanted to let you all know from Chris and myself that we're still we're still making stuff. <laughs> Check it out, and we'll be back to you shortly. All right? 